What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of Even More About Nothing, the show where we talk about absolutely nothing. I'm one of your hosts, Matthew. You can follow me on all social media at Matt underscore Gutu. I be around. I am the other half of the hosting dynamic that is Even More About Nothing. You can follow me on my appropriately subdued Instagram page, WestsideMookie833, where I mostly post pictures of sneakers. And if you catch something emotional on my Twitter, don't worry. I'm cool. I just happened to be driving down the highway, and Black and Drake came on back to back. Too many quotables. Mm, Yep, it really do be like that sometimes. Um, if this is your first time listening to us, thanks for joining us. Uh, this is really a space for us to talk about whatever we want. Facts. This is actual therapy for us. <laughs> I was you go to actual therapy. I come to this. <laughs> <laughs> and just unpack everything that's happened in a week. <laughs> you want to know something crazy? What's up? I hopped on Facebook uh, yesterday. First, and, That was your first mistake. You hopped on Facebook. Yeah. That would, that, Alright, this is alright. It wasn't anything uh <clears throat> per usual. <laughs> so uh do you want to know what I saw? Please inform me. It, it it actually pertains to you. Oh wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Hold on. Do we need to turn the podcast off for about two point five seconds? You need, you need to run this by me. Air air traffic control wasn't worried about these. <laughs> I don't have my bulletproof vest on. <laughs> no, 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 it's it's nothing bad. It's nothing bad. We had our friends anniversary on Facebook. Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. Ah, you were on. So I was so nervous. After what happened to D&D? Oh, yeah. So we had Dungeons and We're playing yeah. Dungeons and Dragons, we got, we, our monthly game. Yeah, we rejoined. Uh, uh, we restarted our campaign after two months hiatus. Break for the holidays and stuff like that. And so, uh, good times. Good times. Good times. Uh, literally, all the bullets just fly. <laughs> So many shots. That's the best way to describe it. <laughs> Honestly, if you're trying to have a normal conversation, it's one of the things where you just like you roll a five, and it's just like literally anything, everything coming out of your mouth. Yep. Yep. Uh, yeah. And then it's, it's, I don't, I, we're clearly being listened to by our phones because as soon as I left, the first ad for TikTok was a D and D themed TikTok. I'm like, yeah, Siri was definitely listening the yeah, whole time. Yeah, dude. I but love it was like those. sitting in a chair. With D and D, if you roll anywhere from a fifteen to a twenty. No, I said that to you guys. You said that. Yeah, to yeah, yeah. hilarity ensues. Yes, a one. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, "This is a what?" And you do what? Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, one of my favorite TikTok accounts, uh, One Shot or Quests. Yeah, it's essentially just him doing random stuff and rolling for initiative. <laughs> sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. <laughs> ah, that's funny. Um, but continue. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, no, it was our friend's anniversary on Facebook. How many years? Was um, I didn't pay attention to it. I was on Facebook. I just, I just did the quiz. <laughs> There's a quiz attached to this? Yeah. I didn't yeah, know Yeah, no, it, it's like, uh, what was your first photo you're both tagged in together? I how, don't know this. Like, how many mutual friends do you have? 176? Uh, 150. <laughs> oh, there you go. And it's like, uh, uh, what picture together has the most comments? It's the one from Goddard's Wedding. Of course. <laughs> and, uh... What was the last question that I asked? Um, I think it was how many, uh, like, how many messages or comments have we exchanged or, like, posted to each other or something like that? Too many. Yes, way too many. (laughs) Upwards of 300. (laughs) 
But most of the time, it's you just commenting my name in sneaker pictures and me yeah, commenting yeah, yeah. your name in gifts. Yes. Or interactions with our now injured homie, Ross. <laughs> Shout out to our boy, Ross. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Real bummer. Uh, yeah, kids. Make sure you stretch <laughs> before games, before playing video games. Before right. playing video games, before, before sitting down, roll initiative and then stretch. <laughs> stretch and then roll initiative. <laughs> That's the better way to do it. Because uh, if you fail initiative for stretching, <laughs> I don't want to know what happens. Uh, oh, the yeah. Lakers just got Marquise Morris. That happened yesterday. The Clippers got Marcus Morris. Oh, the LA rivalry gets better. <laughs> We already know it's going to be named the Kobe Center. Yeah. Unofficially, it's the Kobe Center. Whether yeah. it'll officially be named the Kobe Center. It needs, to, it needs to be changed to the Kobe Center. But this just got way better. Boston and uh, Lakers played the day. <laughs> Lakers snuffed out a win. <laughs> the, the definition of snuffed out a win is very accurate. <laughs> uh, there's, there's, a, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of good things. Astros still not punished in baseball. Listen, uh, they live in an Astro world. They do what they want down there in Texas. It's hot. Yeah. Oof, yes. That's never been more accurate. <laughs> um, but a couple of things happened this past week. Uh, a few. Yeah. So, Clone Wars came back, season seven, episode one. I don't know if you've watched it. I have not. Is it on uh, Disney Plus? It is on Disney Plus. I will be watching it tonight. I believe it's this season's supposed to be 13 episodes. I will be watching it. But tonight. it's being released weekly. Oh. Yeah, that's the only thing. But it's off to a really strong start. Already? Yeah. And it's this one is clone centric. So it's following uh was it Re- pick off Rex is, and Cody. Does it pick off where it left off in the original or is it time pass? Time's good. Time's time's pass cuz it's kind of hard uh especially with everything that's happened with Ahsoka and well, well the thing is like where they left off and to, at the end of season six was meant to be almost like a clean break, but they could continue it if they wanted to. Oh, okay, but so at, now they're so no matter what, there was always going, there wasn't going to be any air quote continuity coming in from season six into season seven. So there's been a bit of a break, and then you're following the clones, uh, and it's it's off to a really good start. I'm super excited for it. Uh, what also happened, I believe, it was Friday was Avatar, The Last Airbender, 15 years ago, first debuted. And it's so good, because I literally just finished re-watching the series. Mm-hmm. That Agnikai between uh, Zuko and Azula, top tier, bro. Yeah. Top tier firebending. And it's it sucks, because that is a great fight. It's one of the most visually dynamic in the entire series, especially since it's the series finale that exactly. this is happening. It's just so good, paired with the music and the deprivation of sound in some parts. The thing that hurts my soul... She wasn't at her top form. At all. But also, you could tell, like, the creators and the animation and the writers were just hitting their peak, and they didn't get to continue it into book four! Yeah. Can you imagine, like, because we've read book four, you've read book four, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, Can you imagine book four being animated as a TV series? Mm-hmm. Sheesh! Would have been really dope. Sheesh! We never get to see... Sheesh! Our, our, we never get to see Team Avatar in their prime. Not even close. We were robbed. Our childhood was great, but we were robbed. We we straight up were robbed. We were robbed. I want reparations. <laughs> he they literally pulled us at Nickelodeon pulled us and said, run them pockets. Run them pockets. <laughs> uh 
but just crazy to think 15 years it's still so artistically timeless it's still such great storytelling some of my favorite characters i've seen ever in any tv shows have come out of it um the sequel follow-up legend of Korra wasn't that bad it was pretty enjoyable for the most part um but like i don't know what were some of your favorite parts of avatar um honestly the first time they run into toph oh <laughs> Yes, uh, wherever they find her in the underground, uh, the underground ring. fighting ring the with boulder. the boulder. <laughs> That's one of my favorite series. Um, uh, Uncle Iroh is by far my favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's this particular scene that's just kind of just like this feels so good. Ang has gone missing. He does not want to kill um, the Fire Lord. He's mm-hmm. just he's a vegetarian. He doesn't kill meat. He does not want to kill the Fire Lord. So he goes off on this journey to find another way. And he's on Turtle Island, Lion Turtle Island. And he goes through all of his past lives. And basically all of them, Roku, um, Avatar, Kyoshi. Kyoshi, even the previous Air Avatar, uh, Airbending Avatar was like, yeah, bro, he kind of got to do what you got to do. And he's so demoralized. Um, and he finally meets up with the Lion Turtle and he learns another skill. But in that time, they're looking for him. They're searching for him. And they get surrounded by, like, fire. And they're like, oh, this is bad. We're getting caught. And it's King Boomy. It's... Uh, Lord Paku. Lord Paku. And or Master Paku. Master, Master Paku. And... Uh, Sokka's master. I forget what his name is. Yeah, yeah, don't, yeah. I really, really like that guy. No clue what his name is. Really, really like yeah, that guy. Yeah. Um, and then they take them to... They take him. They take the guys to meet up with OG, Iroh, and Iroh and Zuko have that makeup moment and like, it's not action-packed, it's just the culmination of the full transformation for, of Zuko from the beginning of the show with him and Iroh to the end of the show with him and Iroh. Mm-hmm. And oh man, just so good. The one thing I wish we would've gotten is seeing Iroh firebend against his brother. Can you imagine the two of them firebending against each other with the comet going? Oh my gosh. What? That would have been what? so sick. But at the same time, Iroh knew his place. Yeah, Iroh knew, Iroh knew it was the Avatar's place to beat his brother. The best part is, like, Iroh knew he's like, I could probably take him. Yeah, he knows. He but, it's like, yeah, but, it's like, not, but it's not my place to do that. He literally said, like, yeah, I probably could beat him. I'm probably the only one that could beat him. But, nah, not my job. So I'm just going to go help yeah. liberate the Earth Kingdom. Right. Uh, yeah, lots of great stuff that came out of that Character show. Character development done right. That's yes. my favorite part about that entire show is character development was done right from the very beginning. Are there points where all of the characters are annoying? Yes. Katara gets on my nerve very early on season two. Mm-hmm. By the end of season two, I'm like, all y'all need to shut up and listen to Katara. All y'all need to shut up. Listen to this girl. <laughs> Listen to the girl right now. Because yeah. y'all being stuck. <laughs> yes. uh, but yeah, early on in season two, couldn't stand guitar. By the end of it, solid. Yeah. Always a good show going back and rewatching. Guys, let us know what your favorite uh, Avatar moment was. Tweet at us at E-Man Podcast. Blue Spirit. Probably my top favorite. The Blue Spirit was a good one. Yeah. That's, uh, my, that's probably my absolute favorite. My favorite out of absolutely anything that's ever happened or come out of Avatar is a cabbage guy. <laughs> My cabbages! <laughs> this, is, this is literally all it is. It doesn't matter where he goes. He literally has this uh, 
uh, almost like this impulse to just be in the same vicinity as Team Avatar, and thus his cabbages are always getting decimated, ruined, ah. destroyed, stomped on, uh, animals running amok and just like taking them. Shout out to my guy. I'm glad he got his Cabbage Corp. <laughs> yeah, Cabbage Corp is up and running and running well. Like, yeah, cabbage... He's got to be sitting on a couple bags for that one. <laughs> what's, what's a couple heads of cabbages? <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. The dad jokes just keep rolling today. Yeah, All right. Let's keep I rolling. I hate that one so much. Um, what I hope I don't hate is there's recently been a rumor that there's going to be a solo Silver Surfer movie coming out for Marvel. Ooh, we haven't seen Silver Surfer in a long time. Since the first time they tried uh, Fantastic Four in the 2000s. And it didn't quite work. It wasn't as bad as people said it was, but it Mm -hmm. didn't quite work. Yeah. Um, And whether that's because it's a cursed title or just the the time that it was being presented in um, wasn't quite thriving for superheroes across these mediums that weren't animated. Um, which then leads to a bigger question that everything's pointing to. Does that mean Galactus is the big bad for this new phase or this new era in the Marvel Cinematic Universe? It would only make sense, and we've kind of been saying this since the beginning. Well, since the beginning of the end. Mm -hmm. Since Thanos showed up, we're like, man, if they're bringing Thanos on this early, and again... This early is a relative term. Yeah. It's been 10 years of the MCU. Right. The next step is Galactus. Mm-hmm. Because after that is what? Dormammu? And he's already kind of done his thing and been put to well, we, we, we We'd always talked about uh, who, like, if you're thinking of scale going bigger, not necessarily bigger, but Batter. who poses, like, more of a threat. It, Galactus, um, we still haven't really seen much from... Uh, Adam Warlock. True. But he's not necessarily the big bad that yeah. the universe deserves at this point in time or God Doom. Oh, man. We get God Doom. I'm excited. But then again, God Doom in the, ca- in the comics, so good. I would be so nervous to get God Doom on, a sil- on the big screen because I just don't know if they could do it justice. Yeah, I feel like they need to incorporate a few more pieces. A lot more pieces. Like like Black Panther, Miles and Peter Parker. Um, yeah, Black Panther needs that scientific, like, world's smartest man. Because it's like him and Reed. Mm-hmm. And the Black Panther we got is an amazing warrior. We don't see him flex his intelligence. I mean, he speaks like 52 mm-hmm. languages. It feels... Because um, is Shuri canon to the early comics? Or? Well, Shuri's his stepsister. Okay. I'm just trying to feel... Because it feels like with that, the way they handled it was... I'm sure Shuri herself was already like smart, but I feel like they divvied like he is the warrior, the leader, the... And uh, she's the like intelligence the, the, behind it. The democrat him. or whatever of the people, the diplomat of the people. Yeah. But the extra intelligence that would have been T'Challa is just like siphoned into Shuri for the cinematic universe. I feel like that's how they played it. Which, again, I don't mind, but um, that limits them to the kinds of things... I mean, Wakanda... Here's the... As a whole, Wakanda still gets to play a huge part, but it limits the interactions of T'Challa and Dr. Reed. 
Mm-hmm. But we don't even have Dr. Reed at this point in time. We, so. we don't have any of the Fantastic Four. Yeah. And that is still key for us. It's not necessarily key to us getting Silver Surfer, but it is key for us getting a Doom and introducing that and implementing him into the universe. Yeah. And you can't have God Doom without regular Doom. Yeah. Uh, also on Marvel's bucket list, recently it was announced or tweeted out mm-hmm. that their web is expanding mm-hmm. and there is a Sony unreleased, previously unannounced Sony Marvel title that is dropping October 8th, 2021. Unreleased, previously unannounced. I don't know if it was previously unannounced, but an untitled, untitled like an untitled, untitled project untitled. is going to come out on that day. Untitled project, web. Yeah, our web is expanding. So that can only assume that it leads us to one section of Marvel's catalog that is currently in. The Spider-Verse. So that could either be Spider-Verse 2, or, but, I, but I think... I thought they said something about it being in 2022. I thought so, too, which then opens up the discussion for what you were saying earlier. Does that mean it's going to be a Venom 2? Or do we get Spider-Man versus Venom? Well, they already talked about incorporating Spider-Man, whether it's in the Venom film. I think that's what they were wanting to do, like bringing Tom Hardy in back for Venom 2 and then incorporating Spider-Man in that, not necessarily against each other. Oh, do we just again? All speculation here. We know nothing. Peter on the run leaves New York, goes to Boston. Is this where he meets up with Venom? He could. Well, because that's still two years before we're getting our Spider-Man film, right? Twenty twenty-three is what they were shooting for. I believe so. July. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and even if it's a five minute, well, I, I I would like Spider-Man to play a greater part in that movie than a five minute cameo where he's like, he sees Venom doing something. And because of the way he looks, he's like, I got to stop this guy. And then he gets absolutely pummeled. Then he does his Peter Parker thing. Whoa, 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 wait, 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 wait. I thought you were the bad guy. Yeah. And then. Well, but the thing is like, so, I, and I guess. Full disclosure, I didn't watch the Venom film. I did. I watched it on a plane. It's actually pretty good. I do wish they put more money into the suit mm-hmm. because it is an okay movie. Animation is borderline Green Lantern. Mm-hmm. Um, but the in the comics, the symbiote that makes up Venom is essentially made from part of Spider-Man's DNA, right? Which is the drive to find Parker? Uh, or is that more of just like programming within the symbiote? It's like, you need to find Spider-Man, take out, kill Spider-Man. Well, symbi- symbiote is a living thing, and it needs to, it wants to kill Spider-Man because it's like the threat to it. Mm-hmm. Like, because it, it at one point absorbs Spider-Man, which would get Spider-Man in the black suit. Yeah. And then when Spider-Man rips it off, that, that becomes its driving motor. It's like, listen... I've seen how powerful Spider-Man is. He is a threat to me, and that then becomes a drive to eliminate Spider-Man. Okay. At least that's how it was in the animated Spider-Man. It could be different in the comics. I never read the Venom comics. I wouldn't know. Yeah. 
So, I mean, there, there's a lot of things, because there's been many different dynamics between Venom and Spider-Man across the comics, across TV shows. Spider-Man 2. Yeah. Um, we won't talk about Spider-Man 3. Uh, so, it's just interesting what they're going to do with this, especially because we're not getting an antagonistic Venom. Yeah. I mean, things could change. But I don't know. I'm really hoping, pulling that... It's the, I think it's more so the Venom and Spider, it's probably Venom 2 with Spider-Man uh, making a cameo probably. Uh, 15, 20 minute cameo? Probably, they might even save it for the end. The, the end, end credit scene? Yeah, I feel like they would do that. Um, but I don't see it being... Into the Spider Verse, just because I think they're saving it for 2022, and then 2023 we're seeing uh, our third Spider-Man film. Was again, I need to rethink the movie. I don't think Carnage was the big bad. I think it was Syndicate. But do we get Carnage in Venom Two? I know they were playing around the idea with it. I would so love I, to get Carnage. And I think they had, they were talking about casting someone for. A role similar to that, but I don't remember who it was. And we're not going to play this game where I ask you who do you want because we already know you don't know actors. Yeah, names. I'm terrible. I'm terrible with actor names. I'm terrible with remembering actors. <laughs> if they aren't in a show that I've watched at least a hundred times, then <laughs> I don't know who they are. Speaking of shows that we watched a hundred times, Brooklyn Nine Nine is back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's been on for three weeks now. Oh, I'm so late to the party. <laughs> so late to the party. Uh, but still, no, it's good to talk about it. Actually, funny enough, because She-Hulk is a show that is happening, mm-hmm. there's been this big, like, who's She-Hulk going to be? Uh, who's going to play her? People have been talking about Rosario Dawson. Yeah. Um, Which, again, confusing because she is um, in the Netflix Daredevil but that isn't necessarily isn't canon at this point in time. But aren't they bringing that over to Disney Plus? They're bringing Daredevil himself. I thought they were bringing Punisher as well, or did they renew Punisher for Netflix? Because I think I, so. I, I want Punisher to stay over there. I like. So I love Punisher. They canceled the shows. Terrible. But they have that same actor still for Punisher and Daredevil. I thought they were going to continue Punisher on Netflix. Well, we the, remember it was the whole thing of we thought they were going to too because they were literally the last ups on the chalky, chopping block. Everything else had been cut off. And we're just like, okay, yeah, we kind of get that. And then they're just like, oh, yeah, by the way, those those are going with it. And everyone's just like, what? <laughs> um, but I think, I'm pretty sure they're keeping the same actors. Yeah. They're just going to be incorporating them within this uh, MCU already. But one of the things um, that another name that I've seen floating for this She Hulk position was uh, Stephanie Beatrice. Uh, she plays uh, Rosa Diaz in yes. Brooklyn Nine Nine. I think I would I would prefer her I would prefer her as She Hulk because as much as I love Rosario Dawson, I just uh, it would be hard to see her in that role. Mm-hmm. Well, I have bad news for you. <laughs> Someone had tweeted out just like a. Photoshopped image of uh, Stephanie as She-Hulk in like her classic costume, and so she's green and has a She-Hulk title on it. And she had quote tweeted it saying, uh, "Hey, I love this idea, 
but I heard they're supposed to be filming in August, but I'll be busy because I'm filming Brooklyn Nine-Nine season eight. Sucks to suck. But I love Mar- Marvel and Disney are also not above having their actors redirect like no one's business. Yes. And they will straight up just buy a whole studio for whatever they want. <laughs> yes. Listen, everyone who's doubting me right now, they bought Fox. And then just picked what they wanted and threw everything else out the window. Right. So, it's... Yes, she's coming out and saying that it's highly unlikely that she would get the part. But we've been lied to before. Wouldn't be the first time. It would, Tom and it's probably not the last. <laughs> Tom Holland just like doesn't say anything because he will slip up. <laughs> He's just not allowed to talk. <laughs> he honestly, the tour with him and Jake Gyllenhaal was fantastic because yes. the amount of time Jake just has to be like, oh, shut up, <laughs> don't say yeah. another word. That's why it's always him and Benedict Cumberbatch. He's usually pretty good. Like Benedict Cumberbatch is, is Tom. Is, that's his British handler. Yeah, <laughs> it really is. Someone, someone's got to keep keep this kid on the straight and narrow. Yeah, that kid saved Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. In the Sony universe, so. Yeah. Um, One of the other things, not quite as much buzz about this, but something that still needs to be addressed. The Nova of the MCU. We've talked about who Nova is. He was, air quote, introduced in Endgame somewhere. There's a figure in the back that maybe kind of sort of looks like him if you squint your eyes really hard. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. But, like, what do you want to see from a Nova film? Do you want an origin story? Do you want someone that is coming in right as uh, the blip happens? I would love... I would love an origin story for Nova because, I mean, I've watched the origin story for Nova in the animated series. Um... The Spider-Man animated series. Um, which one is it? Ultimate Amazing. Spider-Man. Ultimate Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, so we, we got a bit of the origin story there. I think it should start at the at the end of so Guardians we- One. When the Nova Force is eliminated, I think yeah. that's where it should well, start. Well, the, the Nova Core was eliminated off camera prior to Infinity War. Well, here's right? the thing. So that first scene where like the Nova Core forms yeah. and uh, Ronan basically just blasts oh, all yeah, of them. Yeah, yeah. And it's like the remnants of the, the... We hear that the remnants of the Nova Core have been eliminated. Mm-hmm. So if the movie starts at the end of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1, mm-hmm. I think that's a great running point. And then they can like get some, like, they can anchor it to the rest of the universe with what happened off-screen. Yeah. The fight with the Nova Corps, and then we get the Nova energy forming into one person. Mm-hmm. And I guess the the hard thing about that is anchoring such huge events, because you're literally dealing with almost seismic, like, earth-shattering events across this universe trying to tie them into these films without directly implicating them because how do you show uh, like obviously people watching the entirety of the MCU know like oh Thanos was beat by um, (laughs) the holy trinity of the MCU uh, and Robert Downey Jr.'s uh, Tony Stark but if you're showing him 
Like, so you see Ronin wipe out what we see a majority of the Nova Corps. And then Thanos comes in and says, run those pockets, small dudes. And then it's like, for someone coming in and watches for the first time, they're just like, what? Okay, so when do they fight that guy? And it's like, no, 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 they don't fight that guy. He's like, okay, but he just killed the rest of them. Why wouldn't they fight them? It would be confusing for people that have this point of entry. So I think it'd just be intriguing to see how they would pivot that if they go that route. I think the the best answer is Captain Marvel. That one scene where she's saying, hey, listen, the same thing that happened on Earth happened everywhere else. Mm-hmm. I think there's that interaction between Nova and Captain Marvel. Well, no, I'm, I'm talking specifically because... Um, Are you talking about the death of Thanos or the blip? No, no, no I'm speaking because... Uh, or just in general. Because for Ronan destroying the Nova Corps, that wasn't all of them. Like, yeah. there was a majority of them. Yeah. But there were still remaining Nova Corps members. Correct. Nova himself is essentially the last Nova Corps member. That's why Cor- he's so powerful. Correct. Off camera... Because I, I thought I remember Thanos saying in Infinity War, he'd already dealt with the rest of the Nova Corps. And they're essentially just like, no more. Yeah. Like, Sans the one that's still out, out there. Out there, yeah. Because so, tech, cause from what we assume is the one that's left out there is one of the youngest members, if not a child of a core member. Yeah. And then grows into the last member of the core and either inherits his powers or steps into his powers or... <laughs> puts on the helmet, whatever they want. It's either going to be the helmet or the star. One of the two. We're not sure. And so what I'm saying is, with approaching it the way you're wanting to approach it, kind of like pivoting around like all these films, you have to at some point show Thanos running once with the remaining members of the Nova Corps. Oh, you're right. And so with people who haven't kept up with everything else and they're watching this, they're just like... Okay, so this kid's gonna fight him, right? <laughs> <laughs> Wrong. Wrong. <laughs> but like, it's something you have to show, and you don't quite get that resolution in this movie. Now, it's not. It wouldn't be the first movie to end on a downer. <laughs> Sans, Sans Rogue One. <laughs> Yeesh. Yeesh. <laughs> that was all, that was terrifying, but so great. Uh, Which have you seen that they've begun? Production like pre-production on a prequel to Rogue One. Yeah, it's supposed to follow Cassian. I'm so confused. What more is there prequel to Rogue One for? I think it's just following uh, Cassian. Yeah, but like, like as why do we need to go that far back? I don't know. It's, it's Star Wars. It's Disney. Wherever there's money, they're gonna follow. Yeah, but like, I I can't even say that Cassian's the most interesting part of that entire movie. Yeah, I like K2SO. K2SO is dope. Saw Gerrera is a pretty interesting part of it. But we've gotten um, a lot of Saw Gerrera. I mean, like in, in other mediums, you see him in... Video games, in Rebels. Clone Wars. Um, he's in Force... Uh, he's in... Um, uh, Fallen Order. Fallen Order, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. So we get plenty of Saw in other parts. Medium. Yeah, like, but we don't know much about Cassian. Uh, yeah. I don't know if there's much in books, because I haven't read any of the books surrounding Star Wars. So for information on that... Make sure you hit up our boy Brent Thomas on Twitter. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I think uh, Brent, Brent Thomas twenty six. I think he's reading through two Star Wars books right now. I think last time I talked to him. Yeah, I, th- yeah, I think he was reading through some of the Thrawn. Yeah, Thrawn. Yeah, that's what he's reading through right now. Um, 
yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm really excited about what they what they're gonna do with Nova. Nova has always been a really cool character. He's been like a secondary character for me. I know he's like powerful and becomes a major player. Um, yeah, here's the thing about Nova. Um, don't don't think he won't run those hands. No, like I I again, and this isn't a fair comparison, but I put Nova essentially in the same category as Doctor Fate. Yeah, I think that's fair. He will kill you. Well, but the thing is, like, in a lot of the portrayals, and you talked about Ultimate Spider-Man, for all intents and purposes, he's they, a small make, child. they make him a kid. He he's is a, a small high child. schooler. Yeah. Uh, now, mean, we don't know if th- at this point in time, I forget in Ultimate Spider-Man, if they say he's the last remaining Nova Corps member or it's just like he happened to get it and then Nova Corps members show up later on. Because there are instances of that yeah. where a human gets it and then... Like something happens, all hell breaks loose. They show up, um, but yeah, for he's pretty powerful for a twelve-year-old. Yes, he's some most sometimes he's depicted as a kid. Sometimes he'll be more of like it's a young a adult, yeah. kind of like in college age. I'm thinking of the Guardian of the Galaxy animated TV show, so good, where he shows up and he's just kind of like having to handle stuff. <laughs> Listen, having to handle stuff is a vast understatement. <laughs> Oh man, he's he's got a he's got a white butt and change diapers. Yeah, to what's, what's got to happen? Listen, listen, came here to yeah. kick ass, but, take bubble gum, a lot of bubble gum. <laughs> I'm just really interested in what what they're what they're gonna do with him. Hopefully, uh, I would be intrigued to see if they're gonna put him in the same age as Peter Parker, I, I think, or if, I think, or if they're gonna age him up a little bit more. Okay, so here's another theory. Uh, in our new segment. Script writing 101, uh, it starts with the end in mind. Mm-hmm. Thanos is obliterating the last members. So the movie starts off with Thanos obliterating the last members of the Nova Corps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And his parents, um, even though I don't think Nova Corps members are allowed to yeah. marry each other or whatever, right. his parents are like, hey, stay here. No matter what happens, we love you. Don't say a word. And they turn around and they fight Thanos and they get their heads chopped off. Um, and he just basically, we see his development as a young, 12, an annoying little teenager. And then he has to step into his role. And then they can go literally anywhere from that. Mm-hmm. Or maybe, maybe we don't, we, they do the whole time skip thing and we don't, we see him on a farm and you're like, a farm? What's going on here? Right. And it's, we realize. It's in a different timeline, maybe after Thanos gets his head cut off, and then things change, the blip gets reversed. Yeah. That's when he steps into his role as Nova. Who knows? Right. Um, but we'll see. We we aren't paid to write this. Not yet, anyway. Not yet. At Disney. Let's, let's talk about uh, let's talk about something else. Uh, so recently, recently, yesterday. I was about to say recently. <laughs> Sunday's not over. Let's not start lying yet. <laughs> I mean, it still falls in recently. <laughs> I went to go see the Sonic movie. Yeah. Uh, it was actually pretty decent. Yes, it is a kid's film. I'm still not sure why James Marsden had to be a part of it. Uh, but, I mean, it, they had to keep it grounded if they're going to do it live action. How can you do live action if you're not going to have humans in there? 100%. And a large part of... Um, at least these newer iterations of Sonic have been him in the human world or the human verse. 
like just hanging out with us, doing whatever. And so here are my thoughts. So this is what I wanted. Thoughts by Matthew. Go. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll break it down. Uh, overall, good film. Very what? like it is very uh, kid geared. I do like that they changed the art from the initial concept that they put in front of us. Because if they did not, it would have been lost. Like, not just lost. I'm talking like the show, capital L O S T. Throw it in the Bermuda Triangle somewhere else. Ends up in the ghost zone. Lost. That's funny. Uh, the storytelling wasn't that bad. Jim Carrey as Dr. Robotnik. Top tier. Really, really good. He really nails the eccentric, I'm smarter than you and I'm not afraid to show it, showboaty Dr. Robotnik. Which is what I was hoping they would go with. Um, there have been a couple comic games where he's just like an annoying, obsessed with Sonic. Well, he's obsessed with the crystals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and with this one, uh, you can... he. It's the very early stages because you kind of see him start to get to that because Sonic is newly introduced to this world. He's been there for uh, a couple of years uh, from when he comes from his verse because he has the the rings. The rings teleport you wherever you want to go. And it essentially can be, um, if used incorrectly, can essentially cause mass chaos. Mm-hmm. And so he's been in there years. No one's ever really seen him. Uh, funny enough, the town that he goes to is called Green Hills, which is the first stage in Sonic, classic Sonic games. Um, but as he's tracking it throughout the movie, you can kind of see him start to get this obsession because it's like it's nothing we've ever seen in our universe. He has power. We just don't understand. I need to get my hands on this hedgehog kind of thing. So you can kind of start to see that develop, but you still get that eccentric, fun, all over the place, uh, like really smart Doctor, doctor who has several doctorates and stuff that we don't even comprehend or can't even believe to comprehend. Now, with that being said, let's talk about some things that would change. Where do you want to start? Oh, man. Okay, first of all, actually, let's start with there was an end credit scene. If you guys did not watch the end credit scene, uh, it leads to leads you to believe there's going to be a second Sonic. You, there could be. Or for sure. Yeah. The point being, Miles shows up. Tails. And then he's like, oh, this is like, Donic, Sonic is definitely here. I have to find him. And then he flies off. And so then it's like, okay, cool. So there can be a second one. There's also an article about The Rock wanting to play Knuckles. I have thoughts on that also. But we'll, uh, we'll, no, we'll, we'll no, get to that. No, 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 no. no we'll no, get no. to that. We're going to stop this uh, right So what is he? He's always, oh, he's too big. Well, he would just be voice acting. That's what Ben Schwartz did for Sonic. His voice is too big. His voice is shadow. Carries more weight. I don't want him a shadow. I don't want him a shadow either. I want someone else a shadow. 100%. I don't know who else I'd want a shadow. I just don't want him. <laughs> That's essentially what it boils down to. <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, but I don't know who I want a shadow. But I just don't him. want him. I just know what I don't want. Um, the driving force of this movie was the rings, which I get rings are important to Sonic. I just don't know if they should have used them as, as teleportation a, uh, devices. 
that he can use to go from one place to the other. Because that's how he transported. He threw the ring. He thought of where he wanted to go through the ring, and he could run through them, and it would teleport him wherever. Different yeah. universes, different places on the universe he's in, or the planet he's in. I don't love that, but I get why they did it that way. Yeah. Uh, and then he just has like these bag of rings or whatever that he can do. You can see that he loses the rings. They fall all over the place. He has to pick them up. I would have preferred... Because the reason he starts, he has, like, this mentor, like, this owl that tells him, like, you can't let it fall into the wrong hands. You have to keep it protected. You have to stay safe. You have to stay hidden. I would have rather if the Sonic movie, this first one, especially if they're thinking ahead, like, this could make enough money to get a second one, introduce one of the Chaos Emeralds. I can see that. I would support that. I would rather they do that and... Whether through one thing or another, there is an explosion that accidentally sends Sonic and the Chaos Emerald into Earth, and he's there to keep it protected. Now, this whole time, he's trying to keep it safe. Obviously, the events that happen, happen. Eggman's, or Robotnik, is chasing him, and they're just like, Chaos Emerald, what's a Chaos Emerald? And he's like, oh, it's essentially an unlimited power source? That's crazy. That's the other thing. They essentially made Sonic Super Saiyan. They did what? That's essentially what they did. There's like this part in the movie where like he releases, so he releases electricity uh-huh. whenever he's running. Yeah. And so like whenever he gets serious, he has like all this like stored up electricity. Yeah, that's just like shooting out of him. And then like whenever he runs, he creates this sonic boom with a wave of electricity that then caused a power outage like in the surrounding Pacific Northwest. And the way he did it, I was like, I don't know if I like this, but I'll just roll with it. Uh, so that's something else I would change. Um, but if they just introduce one Chaos Emerald that he has, that he's keeping safe, Robotnik finds it, gets his hands on it, uses it to power some of his devices, and then he's fighting, and then uh, he's then able to slightly type and in, tap into the power of the Chaos Emerald and go supersonic. So start to get the Gold Sonic, um, but he can't fully do that because he needs all seven Chaos Emeralds to do this, right? Yeah. So as he's doing this, uh, like slightly tapping to the power, he gets that boost he needs at the climax of the fight or whatever, pushes him and like shoves him to a different dimension or whatever. Like he can use it to teleport. Uh, And then I think if they focused around the Chaos Emeralds, it would have been a lot better. Because then whenever they're at the end talking about like Miles uh, shows up, he's like, oh, I need to find Sonic to let him know there's more than one Chaos Emerald. So then you could spend the next movie focusing on finding other Chaos Emeralds. I would rather you not do one Chaos Emerald per movie. Yeah, 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 I got you. But like this first one is grounded to introduce the concept of Chaos Emeralds and not focus on the rings. And then later on you can have this confrontation of uh, whether Robotnik comes back or you introduce Shadow because then the power struggle for... um, The Crystals. For the, the the chaos, for the Chaos Emeralds, then becomes, do we get Hyper Shadow or Supersonic in their penultimate fight? I would rather that. Yeah. It's a, it's a bit more true to who Sonic is, I feel like. I don't feel like, again. Budget production would have to go way up for that. And they literally killed a studio trying to do this one right. Yeah. I mean, they had to do it twice. But <laughs> that sounds more like a them problem, not an us problem. Do it, As my dad always says, do it right the first time, you got to do it again. I think every parent has said that. True. Uh, 
Yeah, I I just think there it, it was good. There are a lot of missed op, not a lot of missed opportunities, but there's definitely ways it could have improved it. Instead of focusing on the rings, rather do the chaos emeralds and start to introduce the, some of those concepts early, so they don't have to rehash or retroactively fix anything whenever they're going into later movies that they want to try. At least that's how I feel. Other than that, I would give it a solid six and a half, seven out of ten. Six and a half, seven out of ten. That's a good movie. Yeah. I mean, that's literally the bar. <laughs> <laughs> My man says that is actually the bar. Well, the thing is, like, if you want to enjoy a movie, it has to be at least six and a half. It can't be a five. You're a right. Five, for all intents and purposes, is not a good movie. Yeah, you were just there. You were just there. <laughs> yeah, you don't remember the movie. It's like, oh, yeah, I watched that. Did you like it? I don't know. Mm. That's five. That's true. Would you go see it again? Only because I missed the first couple of minutes of the movie. Okay. I probably would, but I could also feel comfortable just YouTubing it. Would you go see the sequel? Based on this movie alone? Just to see how it plays out. Gotcha. So it is a good movie. Yeah. If you're if you're willing to see it again at least once to make it up, but and you're also interested in seeing the sequel, that it's a good enough. It's not even just a good movie. It's good enough to warrant the sequel yeah, that yeah. you would pay money to go see. Yeah. Or, you know, you already paid your dues. You or can find or out your alternate means. Or you're just a masochist. Yeah, yeah. Uh, most people like that anyways. Um, but yeah, I, I, and now thinking about going into the sequel, they've introduced, they're starting to introduce Sonic Spreads with who, like, bringing in Miles, and then traditionally you have Knuckles, who, we again, we said The Rock wanted to play. Uh, I'm trying to think of who else traditionally is shown. Because usually it's usually just... Uh, Sonic and Tails. Knuckles is more of a loner because he protects the Master Emerald. That's another thing. Ooh, that's a third movie altogether. So you have the seven Chaos Emeralds. The third one's about the Master Emerald. Ooh, yeah, yeah. That's a separate thing altogether. Yeah, I'm about to say, fam, you're going deep cuts. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bringing the deep cuts back. I, I almost forgot about that. Uh, <laughs> uh, you have Amy. Silver is more of like an anti-hero in the yeah. Sonic universe. Uh, yeah, Silver be around. You could introduce a Mecha Sonic. I don't want Mecha Sonic. Unless. Like, as, more like as the antagonist, like Robotnik's solution to like trying to capture Sonic before he comes up with a concept of Shadow, I think is what, what should happen. Um, I wouldn't. Would I want Shadow in a second movie or would I wait to reveal him in a third one? That is the ultimate question. What do you think? Definitely Shadow vs. Sonic. As a second movie? Yeah. In the second one? Yeah. Because I feel like... I think Shadow and Sonic is the second movie, and then they end with the return of Robotnik in the third, um, and then almost a Dragon Ball Z-esque resurrection of Frieza. Well, no. Super. The end of Super. Mm-hmm. Shadow is supposedly defeated in the second movie. Yeah. But he pops back up at the last second, and he's the one who actually, together with Sonic, helps take down Robotnik. And that's when they introduce Mecha Sonic. Yeah, I can see Robotnik that. builds Mecha Sonic to take down Sonic. Well, I he's think, not yeah. able to do it on his own, and it's with him and Sonic. You know, Sonic and Shadow together are able to take down Robotnik and Mecha Sonic. Yeah, I can see that. That's how we do it. And then, hardest seeing the power of chaos control, we get Supersonic and Hyper Shadow. 
where they go Super Saiyan. Yep. Pay us. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that is that is how you write a show in 30 minutes or less. This or is a what, movie. This is what we do. A franchise. I'm still... Hollywood. Still, Disney, I'm still waiting for you guys to do justice for Percy Jackson. Yeah. Disney, give me a check to rewrite that nonsense um, that you attempted to do with... What is a stupid thing? The, uh, the Sorcerer's Apprentice? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Let me redo that one. Please. Just, just give us just give us a burner project. Uh, something give, you guys aren't gonna do anyways. You don't you don't know what to do. The the license is almost up. You're like, we could do something with this. I mean you're letting you're letting EA make video games. Yeah. Just just give us a shot. Just saying. That's all I'm asking. I Let like us it. write one episode for The Mandalorian. That will literally never happen, but not literally. That probably won't happen I in our no, lifetime. I guess, no, I guess that, that, that that's a good question though. If they were to come and talk, okay, you get whoa, you can direct Either one episode of one show or one movie. You can either direct a season of a show or one movie. Give me a season of recess. Like animated, like animated. an animated season of recess. Why yeah. would you rehash that? You wouldn't do like what you wouldn't do something else? I probably would do something else, but that'd just be like a really, really fun one to write. Okay, I mean I guess. <laughs> okay, uh, what would you? I, I, I'll probably rethink mine. But recess just popped up in my head. I'm like, I would rewrite recess, not rewrite, but I, I'd complete recess. But yeah, yeah, yeah. what would you write? Oh, no questions asked. Percy Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> what about? Okay, let's do a series and a movie. So obviously you're redoing. You're redoing Percy Jackson. No, that's gonna be a series. Oh, that's gonna make it to a series. Yeah, yeah. That's oh, now we're balling on a budget. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. If if they give me a series. I'm writing X Men. Okay. Yeah, I'm writing. I'm writing. I'm writing X Men. Yeah, yeah. I'm not mad at that. I'm writing X Men on Disney Plus animated. Okay. And it's gonna be the Cyclops saga. No, what stage of Sentinels. life? Sentinels. Oh, Sentinels. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it at all. Yeah, we we start. We literally episode one. The scene st- dies. Like, <laughs> Literally, Wolverine is dead. Um, but the shit, like Wolverine is dead. He saved the city, but the city is an absolute shambles. Of course, Wolverine's not actually dead. Yeah, it's just a X Men are running. X Men are running around. It's like X Men are running. We got to deal with Emma Frost. Yeah, Emma Frost. Emma Frost is out here for some reason, and the senators get together, and I can never remember his name. Submits the bill for the Sentinel project, mm-hmm. and. Uh... I guess Stryker would have already... Was it William Stryker? Stryker, yeah. I think it's Stryker. Yeah, so the Sentinel Project... So I'm literally, this is the first... The opening scene. Uh, Obviously, it's just... Fade to black, Wolverine's on the ground. The city is saved. The reporter's talking about the millions of damages and the hundreds of lives that were lost. Stryker is going to Senate, and he walks in and says, we cannot allow these mutants to continue to run rampant. Our police force is useless. We need another force. Dr. Xavier is there in his chair campaigning for the X-Men to be the new police force. And Stryker then introduces the Sentinel Bill. And there's a flash. He sees the future and he's like, you cannot do this. It will not work out well. Mm -hmm. And he walks out. And outside of the courtroom, Magneto's standing there. And he looks at Charles and goes, 
You saw it too, didn't you? You know what they're doing. Why would you stop them? X-Men intro. Tell me that's not a dope. Let me write that. That would be top tier. Let me write that. I might write that anyway. Yeah. For people who don't, like, honestly, if you don't listen to anything else that we do, listen to that last 10 minutes that I just spoke. Like, someone's got to make that happen. And then write us our royalty check. <laughs> and then cut the check. Even though we don't own any of that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, it's good to be alive. Matt, you got anything else you want to tell the people? Eat your veggies. Stay warm. It might be early spring, but winter's also a tricky bastard. <laughs> it will pop up again. Facts. Um, for me, if you see somebody getting bullied on Twitter... Before you donate to their Patreon campaign. <laughs> we went all this way without mentioning it. <laughs> it is still Black History Month, remind you. Make sure you run the white flags. <laughs> Somebody said, I need the white facts before I start donating to this kid. <laughs> it really be like that. Yeah, just don't get scammed on Twitter. That's all I got to say. Don't get scammed on Twitter. I'll never forget one day. I don't even know what I tweeted about. I didn't even tweet anything. Someone, like, it's one of those things where a message request popped up. Like, I don't know you. Yeah, yeah. I was just like, a message request. That's really... That's real so, bold. Having, like, a message request on Instagram and on Facebook somehow seems normal. A message request on Twitter is foreign to me. <laughs> So when someone pops up and it's just like, hey, yo, dog, how you living? You got a cash app? Nah, that's a scam. <laughs> Don't get scammed on Twitter, y'all. That's all I have to say on the matter. And until then, if you do happen to get scammed on Twitter, please tweet at us because we want to start a new poll. Share your scammed on Twitter stories with us. A thread. Oh, no, man. we're not. We're not yeah, trying to no, incite that. We're not doing that. We're not inciting that. We're not trying to encourage scammers because they will get the boot. Facts. <laughs> but anyway, that's all we have for you this week. You can follow us on all social media at Eman Podcast on Instagram and Twitter, Facebook.com backslash even more about nothing. You can listen to the podcast on all streaming platforms except YouTube. Yeah, except you do. Uh, even more about nothing. Rate, review, like us, share us with friends. Tweet at us, at Mookie833. Oh, I take it back. Westside Mookie833 on Instagram. Westside Mookie on Twitter. You, My accounts are private because I'd be wilding. <laughs> That's an understatement. My accounts are private. I'll be wilding, so just send a request. Send me a message. I might see it tomorrow. I might see it next Thursday. I had a message in there from July 7th, 2017. So... <laughs> Chips on the table. It's in your court. <laughs> you can follow me on all social media at Matt underscore Uh Yeah, be sure to hit us up. We love hearing from you guys. Uh, that's about it. And until go, then, go St. Louis Battlehawks. Let's go! We got another dub. Two and two. <laughs> we have no stake in XFL at all. But they beat the brakes off of New York. <laughs> Now I, I am I am now on the campaign trail. The weakest team in the NFL got to fight for their spot in the XFL. <laughs> that is the actual. That's the Super Bowl of the XFL. Yeah, and MLS it, just got to follow suit. 
fam, listen. <laughs> MLS got a lot of work to do. But the summer, there's going to be a lot of good games this summer. Um, maybe. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> we, we, <laughs> we have Champions League at all. <laughs> Don't, don't do that to me. Don't do that to me. Oh, this is such a peasants. Anyways, that's it. Until next time, we'll see you guys later.